What's up, everybody? I just want to tell you how you can come support the show. Made it real easy for you. You just go to truestillo.org forward slash donate. You can find all the different ways to donate there. Um, and all, But the only thing I haven't put on there yet is the shirt shop, truestillo.org forward slash shirts. But on truestillo.org forward slash donate, you know, you got crypto, uh, added uh, cash app, Venmo, PayPal, and uh, Rockfin and Patreon. So there you go. Yes. Just go to truestillo.org forward slash donate and enjoy the show. Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan, sitting here with Scott and Ed. Our guest tonight has been a huge follower and supporter of the work we're doing over here on the Truth Train, the owner and operator of Modern Retro Radio, where we were so very honored to host the Truthzilla Power Hour last Friday night. Go and find him at modernretroradio.com. Adis, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show. I am super flattered that you guys uh, would have me on your show. You guys have had some fantastic people, uh, you know, and thank you for downgrading your standards. Not, at, not at all. <laughs> now, here's why I'm glad we're doing this, because this is what more people need to see. They need to see people who look like me getting along with people who look like you all. Definitely. Uh, you know, there's nothing but constant divide and conquer messaging in corporate media. And I, I don't know why uh, people, like corporate media doesn't expect the people to draw the conclusion that <laughs> A country that just twice elected a black man is all of a sudden overcome with racist and Nazis. So, yeah. people, sorry, God, it is, it's, it's it kind of late. So I must be tired. So. No, it's perfect. No. Well, I thank you, thank you for staying up late to speak with us. You know, I know, uh, you know, I heard, I heard, you know, someone talking about a very interesting theory about how, like, <clears throat> you know, as you transcend, as you elevate, as you get to like higher yeah. levels of like awareness and spiritual consciousness, it like becomes, you know, <clears throat> you 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 transcend. The idea of like this earth and earthly things, but they want to keep us trapped on that very yes. primal level. They want to keep us trapped on skin color. They want to keep us trapped in like, you know, our sexual desires and sexual urges and keep on the very base primal stuff that we are trying to transcend beyond. But, but they keep us trapped in this place where it's just a constant debate. And that's where the debate is. And that's where the fight is happening is just on this plane where we can't, we can't break free. We can't transcend. Like imagine a society where we were arguing about like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, it's just, it's, it's frustrating. I but, like how David well, Icke always says that we're yeah. just, we're just all points of consciousness as part of the, the same yeah. infinite, you know, uh, being really, you know, so I, well, we're all talking about it because we have to now. Yeah. I mean, we re, we should have been doing it a long time ago, but now we, we just simply have to. And actually there, it's kind of blowback for them because as their tyranny, how they they seem to really be uh, take, trying to take it to the next level each passing hour, yes. it's just really uh, strengthening my value system, my spiritual system, yeah. my faith system, yes. uh, because that's really all that we truly have. You know, uh, I'm a person, I can tell you, I've ex I know for a fact that I have definitely experienced, shown up, honest to God, miracles, yeah. more than one. Yes. Pretty sure I met one of my guardian angels too, but I'll save that for another time. I'm I'm almost positive I have. Yes. It's just one of those things that you realize after the fact. So yeah. yes. be nice to people because you might be talking to an angel, and I believe that in my soul. Wow. But yeah, reason if I get one message uh, clear or made tonight, I just kind of want to let people understand my journey from someone who was a hardcore neoliberal, uh, fake lefty Democrat 
to someone who realized that uh, our two political parties are just the most popular faction of controlled opposition. Their job is to throw them bread and meat for their respective faces while they work in secret to fuck all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And not in a good way. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, that's a God. wonderful place God. to start, Adis. You know, we've been chatting a lot offline. You know, sharing intel, just chit chatting. Um, but yep. I really, I was really hoping that we could take this time to maybe just just backtrack a little bit, and maybe tell us about yeah. like like kind of your background, like uh, where you're from, um, kind of what uh, maybe early years, and kind of was there like a I don't know, just like a catalyzing moment that 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 woke you up, or was it a slow transition, or kind of kind of. Just... What's that awakening look like? Because yeah. you know, if you started over there, you know, because I have a similar story, I'd like to hear how it yeah. happened for you. Well, it took me a while. I was uh, 44 before I finally went, huh? Yeah. You know, hmm. Uh, let's go back to the early 90s. Yep. Uh, when Bill Clinton was president, I was in my early 20s. So we had eight years of a Democratic president. Someone, Team D, he's on our side, right? <laughs> then we have eight years of, of Barack Obama. That's 16 years of Democratic leadership. And then you realize what has gotten what has gotten accomplished that benefits the working class with, in that 16-year period. I can only think of one and a half thing. The half thing <laughs> is the ridiculous increase in minimum wage, mm -hmm. which we're still at. But all right, and Bill Clinton passed the Family Medical Leave Act. So, you know, hey, if you get knocked up, you won't lose your job. Okay. We live in a country now where people have one or sometimes two jobs and still qualify for assistance programs. Yep. hundred percent. When there was a time when on minimum wage you could uh pay your rent, buy a car, buy a house. Uh, put yourself through college if you wanted to, and mm -hmm. save for retirement. Yeah. There was a time when you could do that. I can't think of any city where you could survive as an individual single person on minimum wage. So my awakening. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, after the midterms of Barack Obama's second term. It was during the midterms. And I remember because I consciously made the decision that I was never going to watch MSNBC again. It was the day after the midterms, and just their rhetoric just wasn't making sense. And it was almost uh, they I said, "Why, why are they not outraged that when we have a Democratic president, they can never keep control of the Congress, the, the party? It doesn't make sense. If you like the president, the party runs the country." And so I just realized it was all a game. Uh, why is it that? Uh, Here's what Bill Clinton and Barack Obama did that was masterful on their part. They made me cheer and champion super conservative liberty sacrificing legislation in the guise of progressive legislation. Okay. Uh, I remember being happy that the affordable, the unaffordable care act mm. uh, passed. Yeah. I say, wait a minute, I'm being required by law to buy for profit insurance. Yeah. Or pay the IRS $800 a year. Even Obama himself said that's like uh, proposing the cure for homelessness is to buy homeowners insurance. Right. <laughs> that doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. So um, then I started just watching 
anything other than corporate owned media. Yes. If you watch, if you just start, and I, I take in everybody's perspective. I grew up in the South. Uh, I, you know, I, we moved from Cleveland, Ohio to Nashville when I was seven years old. I moved to Nashville right before Elvis Presley died. Wow. And, and then this was the beginning of me starting to uh, meet, have white friends, go to white schools, uh, listen to rock music, and just realize there's another world out there. There's, you know, I grew up in a household that was very, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the music my mom played. You know, we were very George Clinton, Funkadelic, James Brown, Dude. Shaka Khan, all that. Yes. All that's great. But then, you know, then I started hearing, you know, just, gosh, you know, Eric Clapton and, you know, and I'm a huge Paul McCartney fan. It's just that why be confined to just one way of thinking? So I have always had an open mind. I've always been able to uh, get along with all kinds of people because I respect people. Yes, yes. Even when they don't respect me, I don't let them take, because no matter what, I'm going to, one thing I demand is to be respected. Mm -hmm. I will not be disrespected. I will not tolerate it. And so I have to conduct myself with that in mind. Uh, I'm a strong believer in karma. Yes. And it is true. What you reap is what you sow. Absolutely. Yes. Bad things do happen to good people. Yeah. Um, but if you have a core value system like I've got, you keep going. Absolutely. So I, I know I'm a little bit all over the place right now. No, but great. I, Perfect. Uh, no, you're great. But, but my, my journey is that um, I really... You know, I think it's what, 22 or 24% of the country that identifies strictly as Democrats. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, those are those rabidly, you know, lefty partisan uh, idiots that no matter, there's nothing you can say to them that is going to wake them up out of this fog. Right. You can throw all the facts in the world at them and they're going to treat they rather kill the messenger than examine the message. Yes. We live in a country now where people who think that Russiagate is real yeah. laugh at people who think QAnon is real. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we are now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but people like us, uh, thank God we have each other. Yes. You know, because you realize, wow, okay, well, I'm not crazy. You know, I never thought I was crazy. I mm -hmm. just thought I was in a minority. Uh, let me tell you a quick story. I was uh, at a, a gay bar on a happy hour, and it was, uh, I, I, I don't really go out to bars anymore. You know, I'm too old for all that. But, uh, uh, but it was one particular time where I found myself in this, uh, it was like a, a lot of black guys in this one section. And this is a few years ago. And of course, we made the mistake of getting on politics. And all it was like maybe six black guys and, and me, they thought I was completely out of my mind that I didn't support Hillary Clinton. Wow. Oh, man. They, they all looked at me. One of them looked at me like I shot his mother. <laughs> I mean, it, it was that bad. I mean, anger, steam was coming out of his ear. And I said, well, have you looked at her record? I mean, you know, she's a warmonger. Yeah. Uh, if she gets in, we're going to be in World War III. She's calling for a no-fly zone in Syria, and that's going to piss off uh, other countries uh, uh, that matter. She, she said this. Uh, she campaigned for uh, uh, an, an avowed segregationist, Barry Goldwater, in the 60s. Yeah. Hmm. So these are facts. I'm not pulling this out of my tuchus. These are facts. Yeah. So, you know, I just said, you know, well, 
it's really pointless to try and have these conversations in a random public arena because you're just going to find yourself. Remember that meme that's to be on Facebook where it's all these college kids at a keg party looking at someone like crazy. It was like all yeah. them looking at one guy like you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And same thing with uh, my fellow gay people. I, I, I have gay people who are happy that Biden, who is categorically opposed to gay marriage, he said it. There's no debate here. Yeah. Marriage yeah. is a man and a woman. He said this. Right. Hillary Clinton was opposed to gay marriage, but yet they feel like the savior has arrived because Trump is out. You know, I was not a Trump supporter, but I was certainly hoping that he would win. You know why? Because when Barack Obama was elected president, we were at two wars. When he left, we were at seven. When when Trump mm -hmm. uh, was elected, we were at seven. When he left, we were still at seven. And he was trying <laughs> to pull out, he was trying to get out of Afghanistan, and they pulled a huge psyop on him too to get him to stay. Well, you know, they they yeah. tried. I mean, they tried some shit with Venezuela, Syria, and right. Iran. I mean, you know, but I just think that uh, Trump has a little bit more of a conscience than the rest of them. Yep, that's uh, it. Perhaps. Yes, perhaps. Biden and Clinton and Obama. I mean, hey. They are drone bomb all day, every yeah. day party. Oh, 100%. Yes, the, the, the ink wasn't even dry on whatever. You have to sign to become president, and all of a sudden, it's just like that's all you hear. The war rhetoric yeah. is just ramped up to like fever pitch. Like all you hear all over the world is just war this, war that. So I feel like, you know, I remember 2000, it would have been 2017. I remember like seeing a lot of the stuff with Syria going on in Iran, and I remember seeing like the yeah. Moab, mother of all bombs, and all that stuff. And I was like, I was like really scared, man. I was like, oh my God. And so I was actually locked up at the time and I was, I was still, I was at the end of my little, my set there. But like, you know, I remember being in that setting and watching this on the news happening. I was like terrified. Like, God, what happens if like World War Three breaks out? I'm stuck in here. You know what I mean? It's just like, right. and you don't get any of that. Like that, we didn't get any of that for like four years. And I knew, I knew, like I called it on the show, like within 60 days, we're going to be at war with another country. And, it hasn't, and so, you know, I got to admit, you know, it hasn't been 60 days, but I feel like we're on the brink of something, something major, some some sort of like, you know, global something, you know, if nothing else, just for a distraction as their narrative continues to crumble, like every single day, something, something, something uh, add to the, the, the whole doubt. And and I feel like the only way they're gonna be able to hold on to this is to pull some sort of nonsense. But anyway, sorry, sorry, I, I didn't know. mean to interrupt your uh, story there. If, if you ever, if you ever go to the official YouTube channels of like all the major news, like ABC News, and if you read those comments, yeah. People are kind of yeah. on it. Yeah. People smell a false flag. They they know uh, when they're trying to rip it. Because one thing, they stick to the same damn script. So it's not yeah. like we haven't seen this before. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, so uh, whenever uh, a false flag uh, occurs, uh, so I think they, yeah, they, they, they're always going to try something. But their 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 playbook is, um, they're, they're, I think they, they recognize that people aren't buying anymore. Remember when Edward Snowden, <laughs> Uh, exposed what the NSA was yep. doing with everybody. Yep. And then what? Two days later, they raised the terror level, said, well, we don't know what's going to happen or, or who's going to do it or when it's, you know, but we know something's going to happen. And America collectively went, hmm, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And then it, it went away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It yeah. went away. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, there is a, a strong possibility of, of, uh, something happening uh, because I'm concerned about our soldiers. There's a reason that 22 soldiers and veterans are committing suicide on a daily basis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Daily basis, mm -hmm. 22. And again, when I was still on Facebook, I would share information like that because 
nothing gets on my fucking nerves more than uh, when a person just has that knee-jerk reaction to someone in the military. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. No, we shouldn't be saying thank you. We should be saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, mm -hmm. 100%. I'm sorry that you signed up for all the wrong reasons, yeah. and yet your your patriotism has been used to kill innocent civilians in, company, in, in countries that never threatened or attacked us. Yeah, right. absolutely. Certainly. Yeah, I've heard horror stories. Absolutely. Just recently, you know, talking to people... Man, it's pretty. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Well, so, they, they keep us also disconnected. It's just like with what's going on in Syria and all of you know. There's you know, there's children crying in the streets. There are parents holding children in their arms. And the thing is, is that the American like, and it's like we were talking to our friend Mel Kay, and she was saying, you know, like other countries in the world, they know what's going on. They see what's going on, but the American media make sure that they keep everything so tightly and i mean we all just keep driving around and we're and yes we're fighting for important things like the masks to lift and all of these you know we don't want to be you know have vaccines oh, yeah, shoved into our arms and have our kids killed we get that but kids are being killed somewhere else but it's so like if what was happening and again it's whether you support trump you don't support trump whatever it's like i agree with you that at least everything that we know collectively about these men is that there was a, some level of conscience or discernment with him. And yeah. I and I just can't see the media behaving in the same way if Trump was bombing, you know, and there were children oh. crying. I mean, can you imagine? Like, look what they did with him with the, with the border situation versus how that completely <laughs> got buried in a silent. Now we have more children than ever coming over. No one's talking about the trafficking. No, it's completely yeah. buried. And every single new thing that happens, and I, I feel like that needs to be like that knee jerk for all of us, is that, yeah. okay, this is a distraction from what was it we were just looking at two days ago or what was happening last week. And why are we still not seeing, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell's, you know, mugshot. Why are we still not, you know, getting any concrete proof about Jeffrey Epstein actually being dead? I mean, it just, it, the, the holes are so dark and so deep and they keep it buried and hidden from us. And I think that if more of the American populace actually could see, because that's the thing, you know, seeing is believing and that's such, there's such a huge disconnect there. I mean, because what's happening is America and globally, we're all being gaslit. And that's huge psychological trauma. You know, people yeah. not seeing what's happened and not seeing what's happening on a daily basis so that they can't speak up about it. And we all know that anytime any of us try to speak up about it, they You're silence racist. those voices. Oh, well, that's for sure. Just, that's a given. Yeah. Raise the, the, the cancel level to, you know, yeah. it's a yeah. fever pitch. Yeah. You know, if you, you better say the, the right PC thing or the, the whole world is going to cancel you. I mean, that's right. what they're doing. That's how they've, they've created all their virtues surrounded in, in that, right? Yep. Like, yep. just, just showing off how good they are by like mm -hmm. putting others down. Right. Like, yeah. and I don't give a rat's ass about being canceled. Yeah. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, first of all, so Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, that's their platform. That's their, that's their playpen. That's why I won't have, I have a YouTube channel for the station, but I have no content there. You know, I'm surprised that it's because I just know if it, it, it's just, you know, I, I have my station with my own web host so that, you know, I can say whatever I want on my station and I don't worry about YouTube censoring it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, isn't it funny that, you know, um, because it's, I think Venezuela and Syria, neither one is on the petrol dollar. So there you go mm -hmm. right there. So. Mm -hmm. When you don't play ball there, suddenly your your country's leader is an evil, evil, brutal dictator yeah. who gasps on people. Yep. So, and I believe, uh, let's see, there's a pipeline regarding Russia, China. I think is I think Venezuela is allowing China to, or, or Russia to run a pipeline. There's a cooperation among those three countries involving a pipeline, and that's leaving the U.S. out. So that, that you know, 
So we're on, they're on the U.S. military shit list for that as well. So, you know, these are facts, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to ask you, how many friends have you, not necessarily their enemies, but mm-hmm. how many friends have you guys lost? Most of them. <laughs> Most, of, Most them. of them. I would say I, would say I, I, uh, I was preemptive. I was pretty preemptive about it. I just kind of like deleted all my personal social media. You know, like when we first started the show, when we first started the show, like I was like trying to like, you know, trying to like advertise locally. I was trying to like, like show like local, I put in like local Facebook groups and stuff like that. I was trying to like post the, the, the videos, links to the videos with a thumbnail, like on my personal pages so that it would get out to my friends. Cause I was proud of it. I was proud of the work we were doing. Right. And I quickly found out that, wow. Well, first of all, you know, I found out like, first of all, your friends don't care. They're not going to listen to your podcast. Like they don't give a shit. That's number one. (laughs) And number number two, uh, you know, I, there was like a lot of pushback, a lot of flack, like right out the gate, you know, right on like episode one. It was insane. Phone calls yeah. in the night. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> like people calling and being like, what, 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 people, what were they saying? Well, what this one person saying? said, um, excuse me, I have a problem with your podcast. I think we need to talk. And I, I, like, I was like, okay. So I My head was so exploding. I, so I called, we had a conversation. This was like during the BLM stuff. And you know, like, this is a person with a BLM thing around their, their Facebook oh, profile picture. And so Lord. like we were, we were doing our own little commentary on that whole situation. Right. And so. Anyway, so that was there was that. But anyway, so here's here's the moral of the story is that like, you know, I was well, really you know, uh, I was, you know, all all white people are supposed to be evil, you know. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. That, oh yeah. Well, here, the science is settled on that for sure. Science is settled. I heard oh, enough. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was listening to so you, all my white boyfriends that I've had. Yeah. I, you know, sorry guys, I can't date you. You're evil. <laughs> but what about uh? Do you ever listen to the propaganda report with Monica Perez, Brad Binkley? Uh, you've mentioned they're in great. The email. They're phenomenal. Right, yeah. They're so great. I was listening yes. to it today, and she was talking about she, she's so good at like coining terms. She's coined so many yeah, terms, yeah. and like I don't know how she does it, but the one I heard today, she was talking about asymptomatic racism. You said Mel K? No, no, no it's uh, Monica Perez and Brad Binkley, the propaganda Perez, okay. report. So they're talking about asymptomatic oh, okay. racism. So you don't it's to show any signs of racism, but you you may be asymptomatic. I am yeah. currently going yeah. through what you guys yeah. went through. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm talking friends that I have had for yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, even if I don't see them all the time, you know, there was like a a healthy respect and yeah. and regard for each other. Same. And, and, you know, I thought that I would have some credibility because, you know, okay, I don't exactly fit the profile who's probably going to go around saying, hey, Trump got screwed in this election. Yeah, right. Totally. You know? But the reason that I recognize it so easily is because I'm an ex-Bernie bro who saw it happen to Bernie twice. Yeah. Totally. Which we talked about Thank the last you. time. Yep. You know, and again, and again, these same neoliberal Democrat motherfuckers. Pardon yeah. my friend, sorry. No, you're right. great. Go. You're in good company. Russiagate had zero evidence. It's <laughs> because <laughs> it, it wasn't was a real. Fairy tale, and yet these people believe that. Yeah. Yet there's evidence all over the place of election rigging, and they called it a conjecture to me. Yeah. Is no. it, this is conjecture. Is it? No. Yeah. These are facts. Yeah. This is the very definition of like legitimate gaslighting. Like, yeah. no, you didn't see that. No, that didn't happen. No, that's like I, I cut your arm. No, you're not bleeding. Like no, it was no. so well, it, blatant. It, it is well. I, I I know what cognitive dissonance is because I, again, I used to, uh, you know, uh, 
like uh, the, the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. I, I knew in my soul that something wasn't right about it, but yet I was happy that it happened because my guy won. Right. You know, I like Barack Obama, so I wanted him to be successful. Yeah. Right. So we have got to stop worshiping uh, politicians. Yes. yes. We, we, we've got 100%. to start holding them accountable. Yep. Yes. That's, that's and been... oh, I don't care what they say. Pay attention to what they do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I didn't want Bernie to be uh, uh, the the preferred lefty choice uh, because of what happened in 2016. And I said, well, let's at least you know give Tulsi Gabbard a, a yes. shot because even though she's not perfect, let's at least go with Tulsi. But Bernie got all the momentum. And then, soon as he uh, officially dropped out and endorsed Biden, and then it came out that there was this task force you know, of all this progressive legislation that they were going to tackle. And then they always fuck up. They always slip up. They said that they had been working on this task force agenda with the Biden campaign for two months. So that told me, wait a minute. Until the day that he dropped out, he was still asking for money for his campaign. So that means Bernie Sanders was asking us to donate to his campaign, knowing that this task force was already in existence and that he was gonna drop out. Mm. It's it's just a money laundering operation, dude. Like, it's just all about the money, dude. Sorry, even Bernie, even Bernie, it's cashing in, dude. Oh, well, see, and again, uh, I was a little late getting on the Bernie train. If I had known better uh, in the 90s, see, Bernie was campaigning for Bill Clinton's reelection after Bill Clinton signed NAFTA. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we know about yeah, NAFTA. Yeah. In fact, I, y'all need to sell a, I'm going to buy some Truthzilla t-shirts, but y'all okay. need to make a Truthzilla t-shirt that says Ross Perot was fucking right. Ross yeah. Perot's right. Totally. I don't know if y'all own up to remember, but when yeah, Ross Perot was the, he, when yeah. he was the third party candidate in the 90s, he was told, and he was a billionaire, yeah, and he yeah. was against NAFTA. He said, "We're going to hear a giant sucking sound, and what we're going to hear is all of these U.S. jobs leaving uh, uh, U.S. soil to other countries." And that is exactly what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went back to Cleveland to see my dad, there was like a whole industrial district and all these depopulated buildings, and all the uh, plants in Michigan, and so they're all empty. And yeah. that's because of NAFTA. All those jobs went to China. Mexico, yeah. India. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Crazy. So, so we're talking about like losing friends and, yeah. and whatnot during yeah. the pandemic. And I've certainly, I've lost a few, I, I would say I, there was one person very close to me that, um, and I, you know, I don't know what those relationships look like if this thing ever ends, if, if this thing ever ends. Right. Like, but, um, but certainly, you know, someone I talk to daily that I just don't talk to at all anymore, just because it, I, we wow. couldn't, we couldn't talk on because what was happening, it became a part of what I talked about, right? Like that's what yeah. happened. Like it's just, I like we're so entrenched yeah, in it. Give a damn because you give a damn. Yeah, right. totally, totally. So, um, and there's a lot of other people that are on the edge that you know, a lot of people I just haven't seen for a year, right? That I'm like yeah. acquaintances with that I don't even know where we stand anymore. Yeah. Like I, I told, I turned my social media, I turned Truth Zilla's social media into like my real social media where I talked about real shit and just like my social media just became pictures of my kids. Mm-hmm. Like I just had to separate that out. Right. Because I was, I didn't, I didn't want to go into war every day. I didn't want to spend my time like arguing with people on, on yeah. social media anymore. So, which, which was a good thing, I think in the long run, but you know, uh, I will say, you know, Adis, 
with your story of coming from the the, the left and maybe even a little yeah. bit on the, the far left and coming, you know, and like realizing these things. I mean, I have a similar story, you know, I mean, I was, I was a Bernie bro in 2016 and I saw what happened and, and I couldn't believe that anybody was voting for him at the next time. Right. Like, I'm like, why are we doing this again? Like we saw what happened, right? Like, why are you jumping on this? Like, this well, is all, this is the media got behind him this time. Sure. See, Bernie's job was to stop Tulsi. Sure. And Elizabeth Warren's job was to stop Bernie. Yeah. And then, and, and, and somehow Pete Buttigieg just, be, you know, did okay <laughs> in Iowa. So no. technically, even though yeah, Bernie sure. won Iowa, first, Bernie won Iowa, Nevada, and whatever the third one, third one was in the, before Super Tuesday. No candidate had ever done that before. So if, if I'm Pete Buttigieg and I, I come in second, why would I drop out to endorse the guy who was number five? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I guess what I'm coming to, though. At, so I came from this side and I woke up and, and to, to be fair, like, I mean, I knew 9-11 was BS. You know, I knew some of these school shootings were BS. like I knew some stuff. But but like my big awakening and like to, to the 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 political system, the, the theater that it is, you know, kind of came a little later. Right. Yeah. So um, but they're all actors in, in one in one sense. That gives me hope, though. Because, like, you know, th that I came from there. And I would think from your yeah. story, you know, you did, too. So it gives me hope that, like, you know, when you're in a, in a bar full of people that are steaming at the head, like, like maybe we're planting seeds, you yeah, know? That's yeah. it. Like, we maybe we're well, planting seeds. If, if a guy like me, you know, one time, see, I was so, you know, there was a time where I probably would have sucked Bill Clinton's cock. I, li I like him so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And this is when uh, they were really trying to pass a lot of gun control legislation. I was, you know, so I allowed him to influence me. Now, I, even though I don't personally own a gun, I don't like being around guns, but I am probably more staunchly protective of the Second Amendment than a lot of guys I know who do own guns. 100%. No, gun ownership is not a privilege. It is a right. A person yes. has a right yes. to defend himself. Yes. Um, you know, um, and and now there was that congressperson who was trying to pass that legislation where uh, they wanted all Americans who owned a gun to not only uh, register at a website that they have a gun, but where it's located in the house. No, thank you. Have fun with that. <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> Hard fucking this pass. Is nice try. Nice this try. is an existing bill today. So that means your neighbors or a potential predator uh, is going to know where to go to get your gun. Yeah. It's crazy. More worrisome, the government knows where to come yeah, and exactly. get your guns, which is really the terror. Yeah. That's the big terrifying so, thing, so right? Because, I mean, oh, at the yeah. end, of, I mean, as much as, I mean, I... I don't know why they need to do that because the we're, we're the most surveilled country and well, there's mass surveillance all over the place. Oh yeah. Well, there's still you know? too many of us with our minds not brainwashed and they need to make sure that we don't get any radical ideas about actually wanting to live sovereign and actually wanting to have civil rights and God-given, you know, abilities. The thing that you, that you were mentioning, though, like every everybody sitting here and we sit with so many different people, all different, you know, professions and walks of life and everybody has come from such a unique story. But that's the beauty of all this. This is really yes. where my heart is plugged into this. The whole idea of planting seeds. And that's how I really got yeah. in, you know, why I wanted to do this. 
this is that unity that needs to happen where we're all coming from walks of life that are different. We all look different. We all have different perspectives and we all are leading our lives in maybe different ways. And at the end and at the beginning of all of that, we all still are seeking and want the same thing. And when we talk openly about these things, then yeah. other people who maybe hang out with me that look more like me and people who hang out with you that look more like you or more like them, they, it, I think what it does is it get people who have felt like they've been in the dark. They've been completely brainwashed by the media, by public school indoctrination, by all of their peers in the city, by the CDC, by and and they're and what happens is they're taking our voice and they and we need to feel connected. We need to feel like what we say is valid. And a lot of times when we're having these conversations or you know, we we're deeply entrenched in this, but not everybody does it all day, every day. And and the facts can get hard to and, and you know how it is when someone's coming against you, you feel like you need to have all the facts and be able to yeah. give them all the resources, because God forbid if you don't, they're not gonna take what you say seriously. And really all it has to do with is knowing what's right and leading your life and putting power to your words not in an argumentative way but i feel like that you saying your truth and me saying my truth and then saying theirs it empowers other people to go you know what if adis did it if adis has this walk of life and this is his story and this is where he comes from this is where he's going and this is what he's saying maybe actually that's that scene in my head like yeah i don't have to do everything compared to what's been set out before me like this is our little think tank and this is the only thing we can i feel like that our words empower other people and i i did an interview with a friend on a different mm -hmm. podcast project cheney project cheney yes cheney we love you yeah. um but that's another thing i was talking about you know i lost my mother to suicide and i you know came out of a horrifically abusive situation and that those stories everything that we say it's a lamppost to somebody else. It's mm -hmm. permission to somebody else to feel related to, to feel connected, and to feel like they have permission to actually have a voice. And that's what's important and powerful about all of these discussions that we have and when we have them with different people. And that's why, I mean, I get blackpilled on it all the time. And mm -hmm. I, that's sometimes I have to take off because I get, it's just, it gets heavy all of the time. But really at the end of it, if we just hang on to that, that is the light that's shining and it's this collective consciousness of all of us doing this that's bringing people well, to it. Well, I, I think things are better than it seems in terms of mass awareness. Uh, I just, there's a, 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 a homeless advocate uh, that was on um, the Congo couch a couple of days ago, black dude named Rome. I mean, I mean, I'm black, but this guy's like black, 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 you know, I mean, every other word he said was motherfucker, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's like super black, you know, and uh, but he was but a lot of his rhetoric or his the talking points were identical to what you and I would say. And here's another thing that's encouraging, you know, the, the largest voting block in this country, it, it is true, are people who don't vote at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, because. It, well, actually, I remember seeing Ed Murphy on a talk show in the early 90s, and and I think the industry got mad at him because this was right before his career kind of took a nosedive and he got all that bad press. But this is when Bill Clinton was over president, and it was between Bush and uh, Clinton. Uh, and he said, well, really, when it comes to political parties, it's like, either way, I'm going to put up my ass. So which one y'all got the small shoe size? You know? Yeah, yeah. And, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And that 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 is true yeah. so electoral um politics is uh i i really don't see that as helping i think mm -hmm. the, the freedom cell movement yes uh communities coming together mm -hmm. uh i mean whew, i mean it, it's when you know what their ultimate goal is mm -hmm. it's it's really yeah it, it, it's 
mind-boggling. So and some people who uh, give us a hard time, you know, to, to just realize all of a sudden that everything you've ever believed <laughs> is a lie. Is a lie. It's a lie. You know, it's a lie. That's a hard realization. So I have some time. sympathy for that. Yeah. But, Agreed. you know, I, I've, but I have about three or four friends that I email stuff to every now and then, yeah. including this. And, yep. you know, yep. one of them said, uh, remove me from your email list, you know. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make me look better if I say, you know, fuck you, you close-minded idiot. You know, they right. just don't yeah. get it. Right. Um, not everyone's ready for the message. Not everyone's well, ready at at the and to receive the information you're giving them at that time. And that's the importance of the planting seeds. You can only people can only be as receptive and meet you where they are. You know. Well, when you're eating bugs in a FEMA camp, maybe it'll dawn. <laughs> I know. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, okay. man alive. They're gonna be lining up to be the guards, <laughs> man. Yeah, totally. Well. Uh, my hero is uh, an old comedian named Jerry Lewis. I hope you, you guys know who he is. Okay, but, yes. And he had an unusual point of view on a lot of things. And he said something that I totally agree with. For those who understand, no explanation is necessary. For those who don't understand, none will suffice. That's so oh, true. So, yes. That's what I tell myself when Man. I'm dealing with people who just refuse. So you have to just make that your mantra. Yeah. <laughs> It'll really uh, save you. Yep, 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 yep. That's the title yep. of this episode, I that, think. Yeah, we that have, to figure that, have to figure that out to be a title of the episode, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've got this one individual right. in my life. I talk about him on the show, like just a person that I have to interact with consistently. And like, to, like just, and I made a resolution. I made a resolution. I'm not going to put my energy into this anymore. Like, I'm not going to do it. But again, I got sucked into it again. And like, well, oh, you and your QAnon back to blue Fox News. I'm like, that zero percent of that is, is accurate at all. It's like, what the you just you have it makes you feel better. Put me in this little box, this little compartmentalized box, and I understand. But it's well, just like, it's a, oh. well, the media Ugh. gave them permission to yeah. dismiss uh, you with that. Yeah, yeah. the right. media told them, yeah, uh, like George Carlin said, you know, they're always trying to tell us how to feel. You yeah. know, the, the the they want to tell you what to think, when to think it. Yeah. You know, have you all noticed uh, when you go to like Google News or Yahoo News or whatever, like all of a sudden there's just this influx of Asian hatred, Yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. hatred against uh, Asians. It's like, what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. yep. So that must, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know yet, but I yeah. know it has something to do with foreign policy. I can yep. assure you of that. Yep. Yeah, they're back engineering. Sure. They're back engineering using like the Google DeepMind computer. They're back engineering some inevitable outcome. And then we're just at that phase where there's like computers like, okay, now we need to have stop Asian hate. I'm like, okay, there you go. And so yeah. that's where we're at. So yep. that's just, that's, that's totally, where, that's where we're at and in the agenda. Matter, yep. I don't know if it started as grassroots or not. If it did, I know yep. that it got co opted totally. by, mm -hmm. uh, you know, totally. George Soros bank, bank rolls it. Yeah. Yep. George, George Soros funded, uh, well, see, that's why you got to be careful with um, people who come into your life yeah. because they, yeah. they've got regular people acting yep. like normal people who are agents, yep. uh, trolls on your YouTube page. Yep. You, you're going to get them. Yep. You, yep. you know, um, my block list uh, is about a mile long yeah, by block now. Party. <laughs> yeah, I have block <laughs> parties. <laughs> Before I got off of Facebook, my uh, block list looked like a page out of a phone book. Yep. I am not kidding. Mine too. It, it, my my, my yeah, phone yeah. book filled up over COVID for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I remember back in the 2016 era, uh, they uh, George Soros funded something called Correct the Record. Mm. It was a, a paid ar online army of trolls wow. who would basically counteract any, you know, truth, basically. Yeah. 
And they were really serious because they started targeting all the pro Bernie Facebook groups. And I know that I was a target because they even uh, targeted an Elvis group that I belong to. I said, well, what? And, and they were doing despicable things. They were becoming admins of Facebook groups and they just randomly blocking people from the group. Hmm. So that was the one thing they would do. So be careful who you uh, allow to moderate your stuff. I'm serious. Totally, yeah. totally. And, but the worst is that they were uh, posting links to illegal sexual content. Oh, wow. So it would get that group uh, shut down. Oh, wow. Oh. That's messed up. We got we got one moderator. We got one moderator. Armageddon Feast. Shout out. Holla. Doing a great job in the Discord. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway. Armageddon Feast? Oh, okay. Yeah, our, our buddy Armageddon Feast out of, up in Canada is a uh, moderator. He's, he he did, he met. We started a Discord. And he messaged me. He's like, you know, you guys can make this a lot cooler. And I'm like, really? Okay, cool. So anyway, he tricked it out for us. And you know, right, right. So mm -hmm, there you go. Mm -hmm. So well, speaking of Canadians, you guys yeah. have got to get Chris Sky on your. Yes, uh, I know. Show. I know. 100. percent He's he's just you tearing it he up is? up there. Okay. Yeah, the subversive. <laughs> Who? He's just he's just up there just causing ruckus. Who is it though? Like, he's just an uh, influencer. I'm not sure exactly what his. Uh... Well, the, he he was a business owner who okay. worked in the construction business. Yeah. And the lockdowns were hurting his business. And he is aware of uh, the charter rights, which is basically their version of yeah. the Constitution. Yeah. And so he started actively challenging because yeah. he knows his rights. Sure. And he, he's basically become a, a modern folk hero. Yeah. He's organized rallies and he has he's getting on uh, to the Toronto mayor's nerves. They've uh, yeah. sent road cops to his house. Yeah, to I saw that. Yeah. Charges. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Chris Scott. Chris have we reached out to him? We'll have to reach out to him. Yeah. He's like he's been on Infowars a bunch. Like okay. so he's one of those guys, you know what I mean? Okay. Like like so but yeah, you know, I got, and I got, his chest comes out to about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His <laughs> bodybuilder type. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he's great. I always thought that he'd be a great guest too, for sure. So I got a funny get. I got a funny story that kind of intersects a lot of these different things. So we were talking about, um, you know, burning bridges with people or just like any relationships with people. Black right. Lives Matter. Alex Jones. Here we go. So this was like early. Early 2020. You know, like, it's a great day to be a Trump yeah. patron in America. No, no. You know, the Bulls so, are going to sign us. We're going to beat them. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so here's the thing. It's like, that's one of my guilty pleasures. Some of the listeners know. Like, I, I know Alex Jones, you know, I take him with a grain of salt. I listen to him. I like the fact that they always have, like, the cutting edge news. I like that. I love his rants. I love it, dude. I love it. So I take it with a grain of salt, but I love it, right? So anyway. I love it too. So, I especially love Owen Schroyer. I'm yeah, just she gonna. Loves, she loves Owen Schroyer. We gotta lot. get Owen Schroyer on. A lot. I want to meet him in per. I just want to yeah. interview him in person, and then we'll go to yeah, dinner I, afterward. So I'm <laughs> we're gonna have yeah, a true. Change fluids with Owen Schroyer. There you go. There you go. Yep. So, so this is a funny story. So I, was, I, I met this gal, and this is like early 2020. We started dating for just a minute, and I knew she was like super lefty. You know what I mean? But this is before the coronavirus oh, stuff. Oh, Democrat lefty or real lefty? Like super lefty Democrat, like whole the whole deal, whole package. And I'm like, ah, all right, you know, whatever. So we were hanging out and like we'd go for jogs and stuff. And then like I remember like after early on we went to a jog. She's like, what do you listen to when you jog? And I'm like, ooh, uh -oh. you're not, you're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well, well, come on, tell me. I'm like, Alex Jones? She's like, oh, my God. So anyway, so. You know, other things happened. It didn't work out. It was just like a few weeks. We were just hanging out for like a few and, weeks. And, let me, and people like her yeah. applauded when he was kicked off YouTube. Oh, of course, of course, of course. So, if, but if you if you uh, applaud censorship for people you don't agree yeah. with, you don't deserve the people you do totally. agree with. Yeah, yeah. Yes, totally. absolutely. So, so anyway, so come to find out. All right, so she lives on like a main road stretch in town, and I just happened to be driving by. You know, just because it's a normal road that you drive on on occasion in town here. And I drove by and just kind of looked over. And this is like, so this is probably now the summer 2020, yep. right? 
She has August. like two <laughs> four by eight sheets of plywood like on top of each other. Gigantic billboard that says Black Lives Matter. And then another one that says White Silence is Violence on her porch. Her whole porch is just like, uh, and I drove by and I'm She's like, She's full of oh, virtue. Oh, I dodged a bullet there, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let me just say, she's not a real lefty. She's a, a, a neoliberal. Yeah. Yeah. There you, you know. go. These neoliberals, all they need is identity politics. Yeah. Yep. And they're happy. Yeah. You know, uh, they don't care if, uh, is, you know, if a black man or a woman or a Hispanic president is going bombing the hell out of the Middle East, they don't care. Right. You know, as long as there's diversity with the warmongers, you know, that's right. all they care about. Right. You know. Right. Ooh, diversity in the warmongers. Yes, exactly. You've seen that meme, though, where it's like, it's like the, the two planes flying with like bombs falling out it says republicans and it's just a stealth fighter and then the other one says democrats same exact picture but the democrat one has like a rainbow and a black lives matter yeah. flag on so yeah it's, like, it's the same same, it has same come beast yeah it has come to that yeah and then, you know let me think uh, let's see uh i was a um a journalist uh for a long time yeah. journalism was my first career and a, a guy who, and I ended up uh, getting a job at a radio station that owned a, a music magazine. Uh, it sounded like a porn magazine. It was called Bone Magazine, but it was a music <laughs> magazine. Wow. And uh, and uh, and the editor uh, was some is one of these people that I have uh, lost touch with, uh, or I'm I'm disconnected with. Yeah, he was always. I, he, he would always remind me of how he was anti-racism. He was always trying to make me feel like he was one of the good guys. Mm. And what I resent about a lot of liberals is that their pro-blackness goes only as far as it allows them to uh, be their own white savior complex. Wow. Mm -hmm. See, it's, as long as I allow this white person to be my white savior, mm -hmm. then they're okay. But if I'm a black man who's saying, hey, this piece of shit Democrat that you're supporting, or he's actually a fucking racist, but yeah. see, then, you know, that that's going too far. Yep. So yeah. as long as they get to pity me, yeah. Yes. Then, yeah. then they're okay. You mm -hmm. know, uh, or as long as I know my place. Well, yeah. okay, well, our, our place is, we're even Steven here. Yeah, yeah. exactly, you know? exactly. And, you know, the, so, the idea of that them fighting white supremacy automatically has to imply that there is black inferiority, right? Like yeah. that—that's inherent. And if that were to somehow evaporate, or or in their perception of the world evaporate, then what would they—they they would have nothing to stand on, right? You, you know, I don't yeah. know. You know. And you know what? And I was friends when I was a little kid growing up in Nashville, Tennessee. I had a lot of friends whose parents—they weren't necessarily racist, but they yeah. probably weren't the most comfortable around black people. And sure. so I would go to their house with their parents. Yeah. I even knew as a child, these people aren't my enemy, even if yeah. they sometimes said things that were like, "Well, you probably should have said that," you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because you know. I, I remember a friend of mine's dad, he said, well, you got your blacks and then you got your niggers. Now you're black. I mean, I think he was, he was trying to do the, uh, what was that? What was he that? was trying. He was. What, what, wasn't there, what, who's he the, was what was that? Uh, uh, wasn't there a comedian that did Chris Rock? Wasn't that an old Chris Rock bit or something like that? Right. Yeah, you know, Chris yeah. Rock uh, talked about. Yeah, that was uh, he, he. That was his own definition of the difference between blacks yeah, and niggers. He was but, yeah, yeah. Right. He was trying to. He was trying to do a whole thing there, and maybe, maybe he was. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Imitation. Well, we so I'm pretty sure YouTube is going to. Uh, You're good. To uh, 
You're okay. okay. Hey, we don't. We, <laughs> we're here. just. I feel like when, when they finally do New Guard Channel, it'll give us the ultimate credibility. And then there you go. And then you know, it's gonna I force all you guys. It's gonna force all you guys to get off of uh, YouTube and listen to us on Rock Band. It's gonna force all you folks. Yeah. What are you doing on YouTube? Anyway, anyway. Well, you know, like I said, I did uh, just one interview uh, with you guys on my station, and I got a yeah. couple of emails. You know. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. Somebody I did. I did know, and someone I I do know, and of course, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, we've been reported to the government, so yeah, Dang, you know. I love it. I keep I waiting it. for those government officials to show up every single yeah. day and just come take me away from my bad alliances. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Supposedly you guys are all pro QAnon, but here's the thing: the government wants you to think that QAnon is real. Yeah, because yeah. the QAnon movement has been sanctioned by corporate media. Yep. You know, so they want you to believe it because they're using it to. It's a to, scapegoat. To, I guess people believe in QAnon, or I guess uh, I guess it's the opposite of the neoliberal. Yeah. You know, the neoliberal cannot recognize that the Democratic Party is really not on their side, yeah. and people who believe in QAnon can't realize that the GOP. Uh, I don't know. Help well, see, me. Uh, I, I just. This. I mean, I just want to. I feel like people that point the finger at QAnon, like they're just people that listen to the TV that told yeah. them, told them to. They have no they idea, have no what, idea Q, what QAnon it is. even yes. is, yeah, right? right. QAnon is a message board, if right? You, yeah, like, you, it's or like, something, yeah. I, I mean, it's there's, I mean, QAnon's an idea. It's just an idea, man. But I mean, it, 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 <laughs> wasn't it immediately? To me, it was immediately bullshit because, first of all, if if an insider in the, the deep state is publishing secrets of what is going to happen they're not going to let them have an official twitter account for three years yeah. right yeah right that's it wait a minute. so where was all this you know and then of course and then all these predictions they made none of which came true yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean, you know now and and I, i'm very encouraged that these uh election audits are occurring i don't think it's going to result in trump getting back in no. but no. it definitely is exposing uh that the 2020 election was just the shit show of shit shows. Totally, yeah, totally. You know, yeah. and again, that's something else that I tried to uh, explain to my neoliberal friends. I said, guys, y'all know me. I'm, I don't care for either party. I'm not a Trump fan or Biden fan, yeah. but the election was rigged. When we all went to bed November 3rd, it was <laughs> yeah. clear that yeah. Trump had been right. handily reelected. It was right. just, it was a no brainer. Right. And then we all wake up and next, you know, uh, Biden miraculously pulls ahead <laughs> in uh, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, yeah. was in Wisconsin and, 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 and Pennsylvania. And, and, and of course, and after everyone goes home, these unmarked, these video, uh, these uh, vehicles with out-of-state license plates show up with unfolded, crystal clear, clean uh, mail-in ballots. You almost unanimously for Biden, and with no other state or city uh, candidate even marked, you have to go, huh? And now we know that uh, the voting machines has proprietary software. It's supposed to be open source. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 100%. And, and 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 if you and if you think our election wasn't rigged, why is the DLJ getting in in the way of the audit? Right. You you should want to say, okay, yeah, we want to prove to you that our elections are are, are legit. Right. Yeah. You know, right. Trump's not gonna. I don't think now. So one's going on in uh, Arizona, Michigan, Georgia, and I, a fourth one just uh, just so hopefully it'll at least expose sure. that. This election was highly questionable. I, the thing is, and I've said this on every time we bring this up, though, it's like, yes, I, I really agree with you. I hope that it exposes this. But has have 
how long has this been going on? Is my mm-hmm. question. Like, is this this yeah. this isn't the first example? I mean, it's just talking about Bernie in uh, 2016 and the the Hillary thing. I mean, there is no way she won. This There's no way the that most... Hillary won in there. This... Like, oh no, I watched the uh, the primary results in real time because yep. I followed the 2016 primaries yep. uh, super closely. Yep. And you know, and similar things happened where Hillary Clinton was winning counties that have more votes than registered voters. Yes, yes. Uh, and then there would be uh, scenarios like with Trump and Biden where uh, Bernie would actually lose votes while uh, Clinton gained votes. If you're, if you don't lose votes in an election, you yeah. either stay where you are or you get more. Yeah, totally. So things like that. So, and then the super delegate system that the Democrats have, that, so Bernie got, uh, I think it was, about 60% of the total votes, but the superdelegates screwed them. Yeah. And of course, the neoliberals, they come, uh, Clinton got, um, what was it, six million more votes than Bernie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. That's that's only the closed primaries. When you include all the, the open primaries, which allowed independents to vote, Bernie was the decisive winner. Yeah. So even though shady stuff went on with the voting machines, it was the superdelegates that, that screwed them. Yeah. And, the, and and it broke my heart to see him lose, but it made me mad that he didn't put up a fight. He just said, mm-hmm. well, we're going up against the establishment. We're going up, going up against the system. And, we, you know, we... we we on a good point, then you know we were just going up against the system. You know, no, I'm like, no, I was fucking robbed. All yeah. those people who donated to my campaign yeah. were fucking robbed. Yeah, hundred percent. So. But it always brings me to though, too. I mean, you know, as much as like I, I agree with everyone what we said about Trump, is that you know I, I felt like he was going to be the, the lesser of the evils, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yes. against Biden. Yes. But, but at the same time, in Trump's four years. Could have we had the reaction to COVID and handled it the way we did without Trump, without the media having their their punching bag, right, mm-hmm. to blame everything on, right? Could have would yeah. would have people accepted what was happening if they didn't like have the villain in the in the See, White House, right? That, that's why I find it weird that Alex Jones, Alex Jones, you know, he covers the election integrity, oh, yeah. and he says Trump deserves to be in, but he won't acknowledge that. Well, the reason that the lockdowns happened was because Trump declared the national emergency, yep. which authorized all the state governors to do the lockdowns. Yep, yep, yep. 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 A lot, a lot, a lot of chicanery going on here. In the end, you got to look at where we're at. Where we started and where we're at, are we better or are we worse? And I go, well, fuck, we're kind of worse, right? Like, yeah, so like, it sure. doesn't matter. Like, if he stood up for the right things, he, there was this other force that was against him, vilifying him, that like made it, like, here's where we ended up. So, like, is it all just fucking theater? Yeah. That's what it got yeah. to come down to. Is oh, it yeah. all just theater to take away our rights in the end, anyways, right? I agree yeah. with that. I think that that is dead on everything you said. I think it's totally theater yep. that's designed to take our rights away. I think the whole voting system is set up so that Americans feel that they have a choice because. If you look at nothing else and you even if you hated Trump's guts for sure, without a question in my gut, was the will of the American people subverted in this last election, whether or not anyone like. And so here's the problem with that is if it had gone decidedly for Biden, which we which clearly it did not, even though he's in, we all realize that. Um, But it, it and then fraudulently Trump had gotten it. There would be such a crazy outcry. 
right? I mean, it's the the problem is is that oh, the deep or, states. Yeah, and if he did that and then built a freaking blockade around the whole city after being right, <laughs> yeah. and at the end of the day, I think it's like we're saying like everything that we have known is a lie, and the longer we talk about these things and research these things, the more that it's clear to me. But but yeah, the will of the people's been taken away. It's been taken away over and over. I I feel confident that when we were uh, had a petition go around to recall our governor here, Kate Brown. We had so many signatures. Yeah. I think that we, again, decisively recalled her. We had enough. And then they, at the end, when they, of course, her office and all of her people tallied yeah. up, there were 3,000, you know, signatures short. There's no fucking way. There's zero they, chance I that that happened. If they would have had a transgender person to put in her place, they would have. They would have let it go through. <laughs> a transgender celebrity to put in her place. They might have let it go. But, I don't but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever vote again. I think I will not. I, I, well, I, feel, that I, I feel that I will not uh, at this no. point. I, I, might, I might change my mind down the road, but at this point, I am in the, the dark hole of it does not matter. The deep state's agenda at this point is going to continue to come to pass until enough of us stand up and rise up and, 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 and create alternate realities for us to not take the, the poison that they've laid out for us. You know, the certain death and the certain, you know, death of liberty and life and the pursuit of all of the things. That's what their plan is for us. And all of us have said no to that. But at, at the end of the day, what we're going to see on TV playing out, what we're going to see through the media, what we're going to see through big tech and social media, all of that is going to be their agenda playing out, Agenda 21 coming to pass underneath all of these false flags. And everything else that we see happening is just a distraction or a piece of the puzzle to make sure that everything streams like, like we're all a bunch of cows going to slaughter down you know like we're going down the chutes but there are some of us who climbed over the fence and we're trying to bring other people with us so yeah. and, and the thing is it you see, i mean it's 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 all the predator class like that is. we all have a common enemy whether the yeah. the media the the government i mean the, the the theater that is politics it's all just getting us to fight against each other when we all need to just take on the same motherfuckers mm -hmm. yeah right mm -hmm. exactly that the process that picks the candidates in the first place is fucked up. Yeah. Right. Totally. You know, because, you know, we, we can't even have that, you know. And again, I remind my neoliberal friends that we learned from the WikiLeaks document that Hillary Clinton wanted Trump to run. Mm -hmm. And I actually had someone say to me, well, I kind of heard something about that, but I need to look into that. It was WikiLeaks. <laughs> it was a, an authentic document. Yeah. The de neoliberals, they were loving WikiLeaks when Julian Assange was exposing uh, that um, uh, the Iraq war was, you know, a total lie. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they loved WikiLeaks then. So if they love WikiLeaks then, how come they don't like it when they expose the Democrats? Yeah. 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 Only as long I mean, as it fits with what is in their mind, in the little small box in their mind. It has to make sense in that box, otherwise it's discarded. It, it, I mean, Hillary Clinton's email said we need to elevate uh, Trump's profile in the media to help him secure the GOP ticket. And Trump ran not expecting to win, you know. Um, yeah, but, I don't think that I don't think that the that Hillary saw him winning either. I really think that all of this that we're going through, and I know we all have like, and I, we all touch on different ideas of what happened, but I really think that they thought Hillary had that. I think no. everything we're going through right obvious. now, they wanted to roll that through four and a half years ago. They were they were ready to roll it through then, and yeah. they were like, oh, shit, we didn't rig this hard enough. And so now they had oh, to. They had every celebrity under the sun. You know, that proves that celebrities don't have that much influence because if celebrities had influence, Hillary easily would have won. Mm -hmm. But Hillary Clinton was a very contemporary. Even Barack Obama said in 2007, she's unelectable. Yeah. And, and she is. That's why she wanted Trump. But 
Trump was saying what the Republican base wanted to hear. Trump was saying things that no GOP candidate would ever have the balls to say. Mm -hmm. And it was resonating with people. Mm -hmm. And that's why he was filling arenas mm -hmm. while the Clinton campaign had to hire stand-ins. Yeah. I, I, just, I just, I'm going to uh, just play devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. I just, again, I just... I don't think they could have pulled off what they did without having a villain in the White House. Yeah, totally. I, I, it's I really the think dialectic, what, man. like it's it's they needed the villain to, mm -hmm. to to push the agenda this far. I mean, when we look at the the biometric security control state that's yeah. that we're and that they're trying to put us into, mm -hmm. right? It they're I mean the catastrophe is a part of it, mm -hmm. but um mm -hmm. the the villain that the Trump was, I think, yeah. was a key piece of getting us there. I don't know. Maybe they could have had a different plan to do it, but I, at least mm. how the plan got played out, I don't think could have been played out any differently. Yeah, I well, agree. there's an awful lot of resistance now, and yeah. and you know, uh, uh, well, I don't. I mostly get my groceries delivered, but once in a blue moon, I'll go into a store. And up until just last week, I would be the, I mean, literally the only guy. In there without a mask. Mm. You know, yeah. I had to buy uh, a new tire for my car recently, and and I was the only one without a mask. And and a police officer even came in, and I I did not put my mask on. You know. Yeah. Uh, now an establishment has the right to ask me to to put one on. Uh, actually, I just saw a headline today about Oregon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're getting uh, crazy. Well, which, which one? Business owners. Yeah. Oregon is requiring yeah. business owners to require you guys to. To, What's going, if if going you so OSHA just uh, issued their guidance. Well, it's been it's been a whole shit show, but like Total basically, shit show. yeah, the Oregon Health Authority and and OSHA, I think yeah. together, but they essentially because enough people have been vaccinated and levels are like all this bullshit. But anyways, if you have been vaccinated for fully back both shots for two weeks over two weeks, there <clears> you're allowed to not wear a mask. But you have to show proof. But you, show you, but you show, have to show proof. Yeah. So it's 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 an apartheid system. Is yeah. is what they're yeah. enacting here. And and now they want the businesses to do this. happens when people need this. to take the boosters. Are they going to have to keep showing like every yeah. totally. every day? I mean, yeah, is there someone are, at the store? These are questions. It never it never yeah. ends. And people yeah. don't they think that far. Into, would look like uh, Jim Brewer's uh, goat boy character. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. Yeah. totally. Exactly. Until we're dead. So, I mean, and this is an interesting thing because like I I know they had a big meeting at my my work the other day and just they this. They hadn't the guidance hadn't been issued, but they but you know the CDC and what Biden said and 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 all these and what our own governor Kate Brown had said like the, we knew this was coming pretty much yeah. so so they pretty much were prepping us for um you know it looks like we knew they were going to do this all along for employees with uh you know once you've been vaccinated and that for the two weeks that they will once we'll take the guidance of the Oregon health authority and go with that. And you will not have to wear a mask at work. Right. I mean, they're, they're waiting to do it for the customers because they don't want to have to police it. Right. Like, like who's getting like, cause they're asking the for people to have to police. That's that protected shit. information, your health information, the vaccines that you've had, the medical treatments you've had, the procedures you undergo, that is protected information. And whether or not anybody, especially like anyone who's listening to this, I, I pray sometimes, I really do pray that, yeah. that people on the other side listen to this because I hope it really does plant the seeds. Mm -hmm. We don't want just everyone who understands listening to this. Um, but, but they, they really, even if they've fully vaccinated, they need to talk about like the whole idea behind them vaccinating was about protecting people. That was that sort of the excuse. So they need to do that. They need to continue to do that because there are plenty of people out there who have lots of medical conditions and we need to not have that be 
the door into us losing yet more of our sovereign privacy. I mean, it just blows my mind that even people who like, if you've gone down and you've gone through all of the, the pain and the agony, and I guarantee the side effects, if you're still alive and kicking and you have both of those shots in your arm, why the fuck would you ever take go? They're just going to keep taking that thing. People just, I just want to go back to normal. If you just do what they want. No, that's yeah, the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. point with these diabolical, yeah. narcissistic, psychopathic personalities. It's never going to be enough. They're yeah. empty. Yep. They are empty. And the ultimate hard on is for control. And until we're all completely enslaved and under their boot, that that is not complete for them. So it's not going to yep. end. It's not going to end yeah. on their part. We have to say no. People who've taken this vaccine have said, I'm not going to show you my fucking vaccine card. Yeah, that's no, that's a hard no. That's that needs to point. be enough. If you know you took it and you know you have integrity and your friends and family know you took it, that ought to be good the fuck enough. That's a great idea. We need to start that movement of people who are, are vaccinated and who are, you know, have gone along. They need to be the ones to say, like, you know what, fuck you, no, you have no right to do this. That needs to right. be a huge push. Right, yep. Well, and I, wow. think, I think there are some. Megan, just... uh, there are some, but, like, but that's been yeah. my major dilemma. Like, I, I'm looking at, like, I might not be employed very much longer because, yeah. like, that, that is a line yeah. in the sand for me, right? Yep. Like, I'm not going to stay working while my fellow workers that have all taken this experimental, you know, emergency youth authorization gene vaccine. Um, yeah, gene therapy. They get to not wear a mask and I'm going to have to wear one. Yeah. Like nope. if, if I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, there has to be a line for all of us. You we know? already That's, get so much shit out there. Just the fact that they like, if we even try to go in without a mask, I mean, the discrimination and the, and the separation out there is so ugly already. So now they're going to, of course, and this was the point, right? This is how this they the separate us out for the FEMA camps. But, but the whole idea of everyone talking about how it's so crazy. It's like you, you call them like the neoliberals, but they, they want, you know, everyone to be together and be on the same team. So at what point, at what point do we all fucking come together and we're on the same team? Like you can't just keep taking and taking and there has to be a line. Are, neoliberals are sheep. They are yeah. compliant. Yeah. Yep. And I'm saying something right now. Conservatives aren't racist. The neo. That's, yeah. Okay. I yeah. always forget to talk about something. Yeah. I've been a professional for a long time. I worked in a lot of offices. I've worked for multi-billion-dollar real estate companies. You know, I've got you know, I got skills. Okay. I've been an asset to a lot of offices in my career. And uh, I have, uh, but when I moved back to Nashville, uh, there's a part of, there's a part of Nashville, um, like it's called like Bellevue and Franklin. It's where a lot of corporate buildings are. Sure. And, and I was working a lot of contract jobs uh, because I was uh, doing a band thing. So I had some money, you know, put aside so I could focus on my band, but I was working like contract jobs, you know, just in the meantime. And, um, and I just started noticing that I would feel very aware of my, it's the only time in my Nashville history where I felt aware of my blackness. Mm. And I guarantee you all those people in there were, um, were loyal Democrats. I, I guarantee you, yeah. I felt more racism from liberal Democrats, which Malcolm X warned us about this. Ma uh, Martin mm -hmm. Luther King yeah. warned us yeah. about the white liberal. Yeah. Yeah. The conservative isn't your enemy. It's these white liberals yeah. who turn a blind eye to tyranny. Yeah. Uh, and I and I once went on a job interview uh, that was going to be contract to hire, and the recruiter who arranged it went with me to the um, uh, interview because it was a new client and they wanted to see how I, you know. And when I walked in the building, I noticed I was the only person of color in there. And again, I saw I'm with her stickers and all that other shit, you know. And uh, and then after the interview, because, you know, I I inserted, you know, 
whatever I felt was relevant. And then when we when the interview was over, the recruiter said to me, did you notice that she didn't ask you a single question? And she was right. That whole thing was a dog and pony show. As soon as they saw me, I don't think they had any intention of hiring me whatsoever. She just basically gave me a biography of the company. You know, because when you interview somebody, you want to know, can you do the job? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and, and again, uh, and I never played the race card. I never, yeah. but that was the beginning of me realizing, oh my God, it's these fucking neoliberals. They are the damn racist. Yeah. They are the, and again, they they like black people as long as they can be the white savior. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Have you ever read? Uh, uh, you cannot convince me of that. You, uh, you cannot convince me otherwise of that. Uh, have you, have you I ever think read? We all know a couple people like that. Have you ever read Industrial Society and Its Future? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Who has time to read? Scott? Okay. Check check out Industrial Society and Its Future. It's a good it's a good little ditty. And then and then okay. re, like like read about like what it actually is. <laughs> it's a good little right. that's a good little rabbit hole for you. You know, all right. these, I, I don't want to go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I was, I was just, just going to say, uh, I was going to kind of change topics real quick. Well, we got a few yeah. minutes left here, if that's all right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, one of the things that you, uh, I appreciate from you is that, you know, we've been chatting and you told me like, you know, like, so we got our clown town updates that we do over on Patreon and over on Rockfin, right? So if you guys, anybody listening, we got the Truthzilla premium stuff. We do the weekly clown town update when our technology works. When Scott's not deleting when, our when, episodes. When I accidentally don't, <laughs> when, when, when the Zoom doesn't record oh, or we tried, we tried to use StreamYard and it, and it totally screwed us over. And so like we lost two episodes yeah. of our premium oh. content, but, but we're, it was we're so good. They were good. They were oh, good. Man. So anyway, the clown town update premium episodes, like your feedback that you gave us, because like, we tend to go a little harder on those. We tend to go a little bit harder. And, uh, okay. you know, when it, when it comes to like the race stuff and, uh, we've been talking, yeah. we've been talking to point out a lot of just the insanity around like the transgender stuff that we're seeing, especially particularly around children. Um, and, 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 I, and, you, and, I, and you, I have something to say. Well, what I was going to say is what I was going to say is that your, your, your feedback was really valuable because, you know, uh, yep. you said, you know, the, I, 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 I am a gay black man. And, and this thing that you're yeah. saying, you know, you're on point. And I was I like, I was it. like, okay, yeah, cool. That, that, I was like, let's hear him say that helped. That helped me. But I just wanted to segue into that. You know, we talk a lot about just the insanity of yeah. this. Like, it seems like every day it's getting worse and worse. Like the, like the, 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 the agenda to sexualize children and to convince them that they need to, to, to transition. Like that is insane. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, well, first of all, they're trying to make, they, it, one goal is to stifle uh, freedom of speech. That's yeah. that's one thing. But no, but this whole I'm hearing about um, kids who are uh, becoming drag queens and yeah. or they are they're wanting children to decide if they were born their own sex and you know that is a process. I, I mean. I would think it was total bullshit if I didn't know at least one person way back in the day who really was um, went through what they call gender dysphoria. I sure. know for a fact that it does exist, but yeah. he was a grown ass man. Yeah. And he made the decision to do it, which was really sad because he was a good looking guy and he looks hideous as a woman, but that's okay. <laughs> He's not in my life anymore. Yeah. I'm politically correct. I don't give a shit, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's uh, okay. Going to go with a little bit conspiracy here. Totally. Uh, but it's, well, of course, conspiracy means truth, you know. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. The people who, the lizard people, the people who, you know, run all this, the shadow government, yes. they worship an entity mm -hmm. that has both male and female genitalia. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're trying to, this transhumanism, transhumanism and blurring the sexes. Yeah. That's what all of this is about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, 
Uh, and now what's some big singer named D- Demi, Demi Amato? She Demi just Lovato, came out yeah, as a non-binary or whatever yeah. the hell that means. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I, 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 I don't know what it means for sure. And I, I really don't want to know. What is wrong with gay, straight, bisexual? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only people who have maybe a, a right to bitch are hermaphrodites. They can't help that. They were born with both genitalia, you know, so they actually can choose how they want to identify. I think they're the only ones who get a green, uh, uh, get a pass here. Mm-hmm. I almost said a green pass. Oh, my sweet green Lord. <laughs> no, 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 not in Israel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, the media talking points, yeah. it was seeped into my mind. <laughs> okay. Come on so now. That's Come what's going on with that. But as a gay man, yeah. as a sexual being, I, I am disgusted by that because it makes it, you know, there are a lot of truth tellers who are very faith-based. And so... I'm having to go on their channels and make comments saying, hey, don't lump that sick agenda with ordinary gay people. Yeah. Ordinary gay people yeah. want nothing to yeah, do with totally. this. Right. Totally. Right. Totally. Nothing it's- to do with this. It's not about that. It's not about human rights or anything. It is about merging the, the, the sexes. Yes, um, and, you know, I mean, half the people in, in entertainment music uh, weren't born the sex that we see them today yeah. you know yeah so i mean because i have a friend in my life he's convinced that every female celebrity ever is a tranny I mean, you know? maybe or, or, <laughs> or some of the wives of you know like like the heads of the bill and melinda gates uh, foundation maybe you know perhaps i don't know yeah <laughs> well you know well but, i'm glad to see that she yeah. uh she I, I feel bad that she got tired of being in a lesbian relationship yeah exactly <laughs> oh, yeah. yes i mean that's that's where we're at too you know what i mean like we we try to make it clear like as if it needs to be said that like you have the right to do whatever you want as consenting adults yeah. with with anybody you do whatever you want with your body whatever dude we don't care it's yeah. great it's, right. it's america love it go do it go do more of it go do more of that stuff yeah yep. but when it comes to the kids that's when it gets a little crazy like i just even yeah. saw news articles today and i got this and we're gonna cover it probably in the clown town episode tonight but like the the bitty bug soft packer you seen that that little, like, really upsets little, me. Like, uh, little like yarn wieners that are going to like people's little They're like diapers. knitted like, testicles and designed, penises. Designed, They're yep, real small. Yep, yep. Those prosthetic knitted penises. To put inside the diapers yeah, of yeah. baby girls. Yeah, that, that choose to identify as, as, a, as a boy, right? It's now, I'm going like, to tell, I don't mean to get gross. Okay, but listen, we all understand that women have menstrual cycles. So let me just say that as a younger woman who used to have to use like sanitary pads, that shit's not comfortable. I'm a a grown up woman who can adjust that between my legs at any point when I need to. That's not fucking comfortable. It hurts. You don't want it rubbing up against you. It's as little as fucking possible. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine being okay with putting something that is not organically like it's nothing. The diapers aren't good anyways. There's all kinds of chemicals and bullshit in diapers. And now we're going to trap a big knobby ball of yarn between an infant girl's legs where she can't adjust it and she can't tell you if it's on. And this to me, it just blows my fucking mind apart. It it hurts my heart. It's agenda. There are chances are the parents who are playing ball with that. Yeah. They are probably in the the big club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They, they, you know, because, uh, you know, a lot of famous people, uh, they don't. They most a lot of famous people, even some of the biggest rock legends of all time, they came. Th- their parents mm-hmm. were in the club. Yeah, mm-hmm. military. Know, Jim, yep. uh, Jim Morrison's father yep. was a big military guy. Yep. Frank Zappa's yep. father mm-hmm. was a CIA guy, and uh, I, you know, there's a reason that Jim Morrison of the Doors, he wanted nothing to do with his parents. If you notice, when he signed his record deal. 
uh, as emergency contact, he indicated that his parents were dead. Wow. Now, normally that would go, oh, my God, that's awful. But he probably knew stuff. Yeah. And I think that's also why he had those drunken rants where he would tell the audience, you're idiots. He probably went about the wrong way. But have you ever heard the, the Doors concert in 1969 in Miami mm. where he is just drunk off his ass and he no. is just trying to get everybody to, like, be free. Half wow. the audience got naked. There's bootlegs of it. Wow, I'll just check it out. So now that I know where he was coming from, it's now I go, okay, he was trying to wake people up without yeah. really telling them the what to and the how to and what yeah. more. Yeah. So, but, yeah, uh, I am just – I didn't hear about that diaper apparatus. Oh, God, uh, yeah. Yeah. Star yeah. That is uh, – the, the parents are already gr- – they're, pr- they're down with the agenda. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's really sad. You know, Michael Jackson, uh, the, the, I, I for years, I'm a big Paul McCartney fan, so I used to hate sure. Michael Jackson because he bought the Beatles yeah, catalog exactly. and I hated what he did. Well, now I know why the industry tried to ruin him. See, Michael Jackson was sold into the industry by his corrupt father. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mike, and I, and I tell people all the time, I, the last thing I thought I would ever do was defend Michael Jackson and the horrible accusations against him. But there's a documentary called uh, Leaving Neverland Part Two. Mm. A British journalist chronicled uh, both of the, uh, uh, the 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 molestation uh, trials against him. Completely, totally exonerates Michael Jackson. I couldn't wow. believe it. But see, but I'm so so. Why did they they use the press to build you up and they use the press to to tear you down? Yeah. Michael Jackson was complaining about the industry as early as 1978 when he was in a movie called The Wiz. He wrote a song called You Can't Win, You Can't Get Out of the Game. He was trapped and he knew it. He was always dropping hints to let the establishment know that he was not down with their agenda. So uh, so now the next time the press tries to ruin the name of somebody, chances are that celebrity did something to piss them off. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. For sure. yeah. I didn't plan on talking about Michael Jackson, but no, that's, that's just great. one example no, of what they will do. You know, because I, I thought, God, that's terrible that Michael Jackson, such a talented guy, would be a predator. But all that was bullshit. It all wow. came out in the trials. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, shoot, Adis, we're going to have to have you on for a whole other special just to talk music conspiracies, because that's kind of your specialty yeah, totally, these days. Totally. So, so tell us. Yeah. Tell us what you got going on in your world. Modern Retro Radio. Wait, before man. we do that, I yeah. want to ask one more question yeah, yeah. just yes. because of your location. Okay. I want yeah. to see if you have any intel on what happened on Christmas Day in, in Tennessee there with the the exploding van or whatever it whatever was or the missile or whoever. That who knows? Because yeah. I spent that day with my best friend and right when I was heading over to his house, I'd heard that it happened and, and no one had... Uh, cell phone service that whole day. So I couldn't call anybody that whole day. And the only weird thing that I noticed in social media was that a lot of people were found it odd that the mayor, uh, you know, his reaction just, you know, uh, was kind of weird, you know, but I really haven't delved into that, but it's, you know, it, it's it's hard. I, I can't believe all that's going on. It, I almost don't even remember that it happened. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, it's true. I forgot there's so much on. going on. But I used to work on that street yeah. in the wow. early '90s, and I I, I know nothing. Uh, y'all tell me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I think that I feel like the theories that came out right after it happened are kind of where it all got left off. It's like they just, no one's ever been able to really connect the pieces. But it it's 
certainly looked like it was related to, you know, the, the dominions machines. and the voting machines. Yeah. There's a lot of things oh, pointed that's right, pointing because out. AT and T, yeah, yep, uh, had housed some of that. Yeah, right. that was. Yep. I, I do remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. but wow. I don't think another deep state coincidence. Yeah, yeah totally. So totally. nice for them again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy they blamed it on was like a tinfoil hatter, right? Like, yeah. oh, this guy's into QAnon and all this stuff. So I was like, oh boy, here we go. They could have, they, they could have ran with that it's one. It's just such a unique story, though. Yeah. You know, he had the the, the recording. Of yeah, the recording. To get people to yeah. get away to like they. Yeah, you know, they, like, yeah, they didn't want to hurt anybody. They just want to destroy that evidence. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Know? Mm-hmm. exactly. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, we'll give them this. Usually, they want to. They usually don't care about hurting people either. So I guess they took one small step backward this time. Yep. Well, this is the South, and we're just a little bit more neighborly down here. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit more neighborly neighborly in our false flags. I hear you guys have three growing seasons a year, though. That's what I was hearing about Tennessee. Is that true? Do you know? Growing. Growing vegetables. Growing vegetables, gardening. Gardening. You know, that's something that I'm I'm looking into local gardens. Yeah. Uh, What was that... uh, what the people, the gleaners that you have. Yeah. Gleaners. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I have them as my homepage and I need to look into it, but no, I'm looking into local gardening because I just feel like we're not going to have an option to yeah. get yes. the old fashioned way. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and again, why is the CEO of Nestle wanting to privatize fucking water? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's here we why go. Mad Max, are cities, why are cities passing ordinances to make it illegal to grow food? Yeah. Yeah. Or, to, or to collect rainwater. Yeah, you can't or... collect rainwater yep. in Oregon. But, but yeah, why totally are they illegal. doing this? So, uh, you know, like I've, I've heard somebody say, the hippies, they had it right all along. Yes, they know? did. Yep. And I, that's why I, the at the Freedom Cell, you know, I see people, they list <laughs> yeah. their, their skills and it's like, yeah. yeah, I can build a house and I can build a tiny house. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm really good at word processing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm going so to learn, to, man. That's yeah. what I'm doing. I need doing. to learn how to garden. Yeah. I need yeah. to learn because it may come to where yeah. I live in a community where I have to get up and do daily chores. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. that's where I think it's going. That's what my whole goal and everything that I'm trying to situate my family toward is I, I'm hoping to move out of Oregon because I, I – and there's a lot of people that are staying here and they're going to fight. And that's what, you know, they, they just yeah. want to stay and fight. And I realize it's not an option for everyone to leave. But for, for me and for mine, I don't know that this is a place where my children in particular can ever thrive. And Did y'all see my comment about y'all talking about Florida? Did y'all see my comment at your Rockfin? I oh, didn't see I don't it. know if I, I haven't checked Rockfin comments. We don't get notifications on those. No, but tell so me about Florida because yeah, that's where us. we're leaning heaviest. Yeah. I think it was the Mel K episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know y'all were considering Florida and all. And uh, have y'all heard the conspiracy about the GMO mosquitoes? Yep, 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 yep. Totally. Oh, my God. And they're all in Florida. And the the conspiracy is that that's why, is it DeSantis who's the governor there? Yes. No. Okay. DeSantis. Okay. The reason that they're being so open about, you know, anti-lockdown is so that people can move there and get get the, the boop boop via these franken uh gmo the, mosquitoes the one vaccine to rule them all via mosquito yeah. bite yeah. yeah so well before y'all leave oregon i i got a vacation uh plan and and i have a friend who lives in uh uh washington state and oh, he cool. is like oh he could throw a rock and hit oregon nice so uh i'm gonna come up there uh, <gasps> yes. this yeah. year yes and i would love to meet and spend time yeah. with you we absolutely and, for sure and, 
I'm not a pot smoker, but I'm going to do it up there. Okay, I, there you go. I, I, I'm your girl. I'm going to yeah. help you out with that. There you go. Yeah, yeah you guys, you and Megan go. Yeah, you guys go. Van. You and Megan can hop in the van, Ed, and I'll go. And, and it's got, I, with yeah. all due respect to your yeah. sobriety, I yeah. don't want to be disrespectful. You're good. You're good. You know? You're good. Okay. Oh, but dude, that'd be so much fun. Yes, yeah, you need definitely. to come visit. Please you come. come visit. That'd be I'd awesome. I love that. I'm yeah. going to this year. This awesome. year. Cool. Yes. Awesome. We'll play but, uh, but yeah, think about Tennessee, y'all. Sure. You know? Yeah, I know. Scott kept mentioning it. Too. And yeah, then I, I read that there was three growing seasons there a year. And like I said, so my idea is, wouldn't this be so great to get like 100 acres, 50 to 100 acres, but maybe a hundred or so families on it, right? Just a little few of us at a time, right? Like we we all know that we could live together and there's other people that yeah. we could bring in. And we have this huge community, like outdoor and indoor greenhouse where we are all working. It's not like you have a small one, I have a small one, we're trying to grow carrots. Like we're doing a community thing and we have our tiny homes or our you know cob cottages, whatever we wanna build. But we actually have genuine organic connectivity. We're actually getting our yeah. feet and our hands down in the earth we're actually yeah. working with things that are going to you know nurture us and, and i yep. feel like that that's the way to thrive that's all of my goals plans and dreams all of my investments in cryptocurrency are to take me closer to that so yeah anyways, Scott, you're still going to teach me about uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, we need to do we need to do a little he, Bitcoin session. He so. he was helping me too. So yeah, until the whole market crashed. So, yeah, and someone got, needs to teach Bitcoin about Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to protect myself. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to trust Scott. Yeah. that's how I, I have a good instinct about people. Yes, and I want all three of you to yes. be friends. Yes, okay? I need y'all, you know? Oh, yeah. we need you too. Well, I heard Scott you know? said that he had your number. I was like, what? You've been talking to Adi? Yeah, so you, so I, I, I go, I, go, I want his number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, truth fam. Truth fam. Yeah, All right, yeah. I'm going to give it out. Yeah, absolutely. And y'all did such a fantastic job with your special. I had a joy putting it Thank together. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it was so great. We Dude, had uh, so much fun. It was fun. fun. It was a lot of fun yeah. to and do. We, we like, really through, did. Uh, and I want y'all to do another one. Uh, yep. And, yeah. you know, the same arrangement, okay? That would be cool. great. Awesome. Well, it was such an honor. Uh, we had a blast. Want, I want to kind of tie yeah. it in together. Like, one of the things early on when this pandemic hit and we were losing people left and right, but we were gaining all these people. We were, we yeah. were gaining all these friends and new people that, you yeah. know, that we had similar mindsets. And someone said, I think it was Sister Shanti, uh, who Tina uh, always directs me to said, you know, right now we're finding our spirit family. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's been the truth. And you're part of that spirit family. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. I totally agree. Yep. I totally agree. Uh, I, you know, I've interviewed Nico house. That's awesome. I have talked to uh, Ron Placone. Yeah. And it's been, it was positive. Yeah. But, the, uh, but the kinship here is, yep. is amazing. Yep. It's lovely. Awesome. Uh, it, it just feels right. Yeah. And uh, so we got to, you know, so y'all decide, y'all should at least visit Tennessee. That'd be great. I'd love, love to. I heard they have really good, they're really good about vaccine laws too. Like, That's what I, like, I heard, I heard about like, as far as like, they don't like, uh, there's, it's not mandatory for children in school. Um, like they have, they have good as, exemptions, as as like a, philosophical. Like you, and, yeah. You, the exemptions are yeah. good and, and whatnot. Uh, right. A lot of people here are, are uh, taking their kids out of school though anyway yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what it I is did. kind of becoming less of a thing because it's what i'm seeing what they're doing in schools i'm like yep. do i really want to get my kids into that yeah. you know so that, that's been I kind of my got homeschooled and he is bright as it gets yeah. yep nice because they get focused attention and they're actually being taught by somebody who actually is invested in cares about and loves them and that is all of the difference in the world 
So, yeah. and it, it really is yeah. the, it's a higher ideal. I'm not, everybody can do it, but if you can do it and, and I feel like that people get turned off by it cause they feel like I can't teach. And it's not like what you're thinking where you're doing, like, you know, what you see happening in public schools and huge folders full of lesson plans. I've homeschooled for many years. I have grown children and minor children and I've homeschooled both sets. You know, it's, it's doable. It's functional. It's possible. Wow. And, and it is my children, as much as I'm so upset that they can't be in a school environment right now because they're missing out on all their little buddies throughout the day, but I yeah. still have contact with those families outside of school because my children were in a private school prior to the lockdown. And then the school decided they were going to, you know, go along with the governor's ridiculous mandates. And so a lot of the families were like, well, look, I mean, if we can get the same treatment in public school, we're just going to pull our kids out. No more money for you. Um, and so yeah. a lot of us just stay connected. But it's interesting because, it, you know, like we were saying, the spirit family thing, it, it's really connected a lot of us. And so as much as we've talked about, we've all had people fall off and there's been a lot of butting of heads and there's been, you know, like yeah. sort of emotional wounds happen between people, especially at the beginning of the lockdown. I think there was just a lot. Everyone was really amped up. And as much as that has died down, so much realness and so much authenticity has been put in its place where once there was acquaintances who I maybe yeah. didn't know too much about and there was quite a lot of them. And then we clashed on these really, really important, I would consider them to be human rights matters. Um, oh, wow. And they fell off the way. But now really super authentic people who I actually interact with on in a real way um, have come into my life. And that has just been beautiful. So We're all yeah. learning to walk in our truth and have integrity at yeah. levels that we haven't had to in the past. But mm -hmm. we, we have to now. So yeah. we're all growing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And how I found y'all in the first place was uh, because Ron Christian was on your show. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. Yeah. So and then I just said, "Wow, I like these guys," and and here we are. I can't believe it. So, awesome. almighty blessings to all three of you. You too, Adis. Hey, we can't Adi, wait to see you. Hold on, real quick. So, tell us about Modern Retro Radio. Tell us how they can listen to it. Um, like anything you want to plug. Preferably, I prefer people listen to it with their ears. That's yes. a bad joke. Thank yes. you. <laughs> uh, no Modern Retro Radio. This is something that I thought FM Radio should have been doing a long time ago because yeah. I was a diehard Paul McCartney fan. And he just vanished from the radio as soon as I became a fan of his. And then I just noticed that it seems like artists, once they reach a certain point in their career, radio won't play them anymore. And yet they were still putting out all these great albums. Yeah. You know, Clapton, Stevie Nicks, Paul McCartney, Billy, Billy Idol put out one of the best albums in his career in 2014. Wow. You know, ACDC, they're still doing it. I just added something from The Offspring. A song Ooh, called nice. Awesome. Great. You know, so, and I just said, sure, there's got to be a station to do this. Uh, and so that's why I started it. You know, I was hosting a, a show on another indie station. Uh, it was like a top 10 show for independent artists. And I said, well, this schmuck can run a station. I can do it. Yep. You know, yep. and, uh, you know, and, and I'm in my third, it was, I just celebrated my third year doing it. Nice. And Ooh. it's just a lot of good music and, uh, modern retro radio.com. Yeah. Modern retro .com, And we're on those phone apps, tune in and radio.net. And you'll get to hear me and my other air talent. And if you lose your job, uh, I would love to bring you on as an air talent. So put a little money in your pocket. You know? Wow. <laughs> I hope you there don't you go. Your job. I'm going to take know? you up on that. Yeah. yeah that's, all right. quit. that's all right. Adis, I'm going yeah. to quit tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, you might not be able to, like, you know, uh, pay off the mortgage. Or I know. Anything, I, know. You know? I feel but, like I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sure. But, uh, yeah, so so the new hits from the old classics, right? Is that that's kind of the idea? And then yeah, everything yeah, in between? classic yeah. artists Man, and once it. in a while i do independent artists weekend yeah. and yeah. 
you know. It's great. And I really like that one band that y'all played three songs from. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. What's the name of that band? Uh, was that, hot? that was Hot Piranha. Oh, was that Hot Piranha? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys. One of those songs that all three of y'all made out to. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, I didn't remember. What? Which time? Yep. Yep. So yes, I hope everybody goes checks out Modern Retro Radio FM. Audis, you've shown us so much love. You know what I mean? Like like putting us on, letting us do our first like like afterwards we're like, wow, we're professional radio DJ. That was a trip, dude. (laughs) It was was so so much fun. fun. It was so much fun. Uh, I just love your energy. I love everything you're doing out there. Um, thank you. Speaking the truth, man. You're just like the real deal. So we're just really grateful to have you on. You know, I'm not a shill. No, this no. is me. No, that's awesome. That's because awesome. there are some shills out there. Oh, yeah, there are. If you all grow, you're going to find some people coming into your life smelling oh, we've your had, face. We've been shilled. We were yep. just so, talking oh, about yep. some people. Yeah, we've been yeah. shill shocked. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Shill so, shocking nails in our tires. Give them my number, Scott. Give them my number. I will. Okay, I will. all right. Awesome. All right, Aldis. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. What? Wow, guys, that was amazing, what? dude! I love Adis. I'm so stoked he's coming here. Like, dude, we're gonna be actually cool. be able to see him in person. Yep. Like, dude, yep. we don't always get that, man. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty awesome. And I, yeah, again, Spirit Family, man. Spirit Family. Totally, totally stoked to have another member of the Spirit Family for totally. sure. Yeah, totally. some great perspectives and a really, really beautiful heart and good energy. And I really enjoy talking to him. I'm gonna have to get his phone number for sure. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I always enjoy like some like because I have my own journey of like kind of coming from the left and like awakening to like the whole theatrics of, of politics and whatnot mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. and so I, I can relate to him on that level quite a bit so i, I enjoy that absolutely 100 yeah we'll definitely go and find him at modern retro radio.com or modern retro radio fm or modern retro fm oh modern retro fm FM.com. okay or all tune right. in and all that stuff so yeah, yeah. so anyways awesome well, definitely yeah. yeah well thank you everybody so much for sitting in with us always a pleasure to sit here with our friends in our truth family adis is an absolute gem thank you so much for your support and your encouragement please go and find him and until next time i'm megan sitting here with scott and ed we wish all of you intellectual prosperity good night ding yeah